Hello and welcome to Cut to the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. Today we're going to talk about the Jewish Avengers. It takes place after World War II. It's an interesting story. So it's not Captain America. It's not Captain it's Israel. Cap- no. Oh. <laughs> it's not a team of superheroes. Oh. oh. So there's no, like, Hulk. I'm trying to think. Hulkstein. <laughs> Hulkstein. <laughs> no, 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 that. No, no. No. Oh. And no, yeah. like a Jewish hot version of Black Widow. Well, the fuck not? Okay, that's right. Yes. No, I know that I've been promising the Montauk project for a few weeks, right? But that's, that story goes off in so many fucking different directions. I'm trying to actually pin down a common core. Yeah. If I had a conspiracy room with red string everywhere and pictures on the wall, it'd be full. <laughs> So I haven't got one at all, I promise. I think you're lying. <laughs> First up, thanks for the returning listeners, and then we'll crack on with the story. So, Franco de Rocha in Brazil. Oh, fair play. Welcome. Um, Arrow in the UK, Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. Frankfurt and Maine in Germany. General Fernandez Oro in Argentina. It's a new one. Yeah, so we've had a couple of Argentinian listeners in the past, and then I usually mention the Falklands, and it all goes downhill. Don't hey. mention the Falklands then. Yeah, shouldn't do that. 40 years ago, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to have to worry about the World Cup win. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't diss the Germans anymore, come on. No, Frankfurt and Mainz on the list. I did mock their footballing efforts last time, but no one's mentioned the W word until tonight. It's been the topic of this subject. You almost got away with it. Damn. Muzhnia in Poland, free old New Jersey. Perryville, Missouri, I'm moving the top ten of selection. Madrid, Spain, Zeist in the Netherlands. San Diego, California, Guadalajara, Spain, and Belfast again. Belfast oh. come back with a Ashburn, Virginia in there too, always there. Ashburn. Thank you to everybody. But you're getting beat by Belfast now, Ashburn, Virginia. Yeah, he hasn't got time to listen to 60 podcasts in a week. Yeah, and he's listened to most of them. He's been, been with us for, or she has been with us for quite some time. They have. Mm-hmm. They just so, have no life. <laughs> they just like listening to us. Just like us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kindred spirits. Uh-huh. So, let's start. The failed plot to kill six million Germans in the wake of World War Two. Nice cheery episode tonight. Mm. Something I've never heard about, so it's a new yeah. one to me. I have heard of it in the past, yeah. So, British philosopher Francis Bacon defined vengeance as a kind of wild justice. The more man's nature runs to vengeance, he wrote, the more ought law to weed it out. But sometimes the vengeance were more acceptable than others, and Bacon clarified that the most terrible sort of revenge is for those wrongs where there is no law to remedy. And let's face it, World War Two would have blown his fucking mind, wouldn't it, if yeah. he just said that? Mm, but there were laws to remedy. There are laws. It was, it's, it was the Nuremberg Trials. Yes. A lot of probably Nazis are found lost, guilty and hanged. A lot of people got away, though, didn't they? A lot of people got away. Yeah, and they were hunted. To be fair, they were hunted down throughout history. Some of them. Some of them. Benedict. No, he wasn't. He was too young for that. Do you know that Adolf Hitler wasn't tried in absentia at Nuremberg? Mm. Don't you find that interesting? Who? Hitler. Yeah. Hitler wasn't tried at Nuremberg, even in absentia. I don't know. He because he's still alive in Argentina. Because he's still alive and living in Argentina. No, in absentee means that, like, you know, they were trying all the ones that killed themselves and, and died right. post yeah, yeah. death. But apart from Hitler, 
Because well, I knew he was alive in Argentina. I've been listening to some. I've been listening to some very compelling. It's so just a theory. Some very compelling arguments these last these last few days. Yeah, it wasn't his body. That so found. he didn't kill himself. He was still alive in Argentina. He fucked off to Argentina. Mm. Yeah, in fact, that score they've got in the Kremlin isn't Hitler's. It's out of a forty-year-old woman's. That's been biological. That's been DNA tested. Is it? Yes, it has. Never. The so-called Hitler score. Mm. Couldn't they got mixed up with Eva Braun? No, she was nowhere near forty. Wasn't she? No. What do you do? Just turn up in Argentina, shave that tash off, mess his hair yeah. up and be like, all right, ladies. Hey, I'm Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to live with German-speaking families in Argentina who are sympathetic to the Nazi cause. Mm. Because Germ- the Germans have got a bit of a presence in Argentina. They've got communities there and people who have descended. Argentinians of German descent took him in. He was an honour to have him there. It took a lot of Italians as well. Yeah. A lot of war criminals get out. I've got, I've got stuff planned for this. I'm going to blow all your fucking minds. <laughs> but still, so you'd never heard that theory that Hitler was alive still in Argentina, why? Right? No. So after the war concluded, some individuals harmed by Germans took matters into their own hands, and one vengeful Polish militiaman who was barely out of his teens oversaw the murder of thousands of Germans, of prisoners of war, including as many as 800 children. It's a story Adina Pollard writes, there were Greek, Ukrainian, Slovak, French, Italian, Hungarian and other citizens who after being freed from the camps refused to return home until they had enacted their revenge. Because let's face it, you'd want a bit, wouldn't you? Mm. You'd want justice, yeah. You'd certainly want to, if you were one of the people in the camps, Mm. you'd want them to string up the Nazis that were responsible and you'd want to be allowed to beat them true <laughs> you would <laughs> you, you'd be like well they did it to us so let's do it back well, to them dirty little bastards some people may have wanted to die I, I don't would. think everybody would have I would have I'd have wanted to get put in a room with a couple of them and just I think that they were let loose I think they were hanged the fact that they were hanged yeah yeah that's isn't that justice enough maybe too too swift hmm and he'd need to be beaten for a few days and have a, just suffer a lot. Suffer. That's what they needed. They needed to suffer a bit. Yeah, yeah. I know. No, I know. I know. I know. But you, you take, how you, what I'm saying is, if you take pleasure you out feel, of it, yeah, yeah. If you, I imagine. Were, if you were put in that circumstance and starved and beaten and ha- watched half your family die, your friends, or, yeah. if you were put in that situation, you would want. Some fucking blood. Yeah. You would. On the guards, absolutely. Yeah, We're not yeah. talking about guards here. No, We're talking just about... German citizens. German citizens and P- German POWs. Well, the, Ger- the citizens are tried first. Mm. And there's a recent book's just come out called NACAM, the Holocaust Survivors Who Fought, Who Sought Full Scale Revenge. And relatively little has been written about the organised attempts of Jews to avenge the Holocaust. NACAM, whose title is a Hebrew word for vengeance, tells the story of a group of survivors and partisan fighters who remained in Europe after the war's end, and they formed a clandestine group they called the Nuk Mim, the Avengers, and in response to the genocide of Europe's Jews, attempted to kill six million German citizens, men, women and children, by poisoning the water supplies of major German cities and by delivering arsenic-laced bread to German prisoners of war. Fucking hell. Yeah, well, on, when, when you're talking like that, over the top because there's no need to be killing killing the women and children 
No, there none, isn't. None whatsoever. But you're looking at what you've seen and what you've witnessed and what's happened to your family and thinking, well, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But that's because you've allowed yourself to become consumed by your... Anger and hate. And anger, hate yeah. and vengeance. And what do those lead to? Lead to suffering. Yeah. Mm. What else do they lead to? The dark side. Mm. There you go. Now, the story runs contrary to the still too prevalent notion that the Holocaust victims went passively to their deaths. The Avengers consisted of 50 Jews who had fought as partisans against the Nazi occupiers, who, and who, after Germany lost the war, committed themselves to wreaking vengeance for the murders of their family and friends and the destruction of their civilization. It is understandable, mm. but means and ways and means, isn't there? Yeah. Get revenge on, like you say, the soldiers. Yeah, okay. But yeah, not not the women in the church. I'm well, with shit. Gandhi on this. Eye for an eye makes the world blind. No, you know what I'm going to say about Gandhi. It was his granny sister, and they were fully clothed. I read stuff that stories they weren't. I don't know where you've been reading them. Oh, I read a very compelling piece written by an Indian author. Uh, you don't know how you it, read do you? it on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Gandhi porn? <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching Gandhi porn? <laughs> you obviously. I'm not watching Gandhi porn. Uh, that nappy gives me the, the horn of it. It's the nappy and the flip flops. Oh, <laughs> love a bit of toe jam. Lots of making it for them. It's <laughs> all your money, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You invest in a porn studio that makes exclusively Gandhi porn, <laughs> but your only fan subscriptions aren't really taken off. No, sadly. <laughs> the only subscriber was Ben. That's <laughs> no, not for me. <laughs> Obviously, it is impossible to imagine entirely the trauma and despair that motivated these Avengers after the horrors they had witnessed and endured under Germany's genocidal occupation. And they were united by a certainty that the world, as a meaningful and coherent place, had ended forever, which I suppose it would. You know, you, you, even you, you go out to your town and that's ruins, all your stuff's gone. Been yeah. stolen. You got no, nothing. It's, got it's, no it's indescribable, isn't it? I mean, like the horrors of it. Everything's ruined. You know, let's not play down how probably most of the people you know and love your neighbor, aren't alive. Yeah, your neighbours, who if they are still alive, are the ones who ratted you out in the first place and threw stones at you as you were herded out. Yeah. So, so like you go back and live amongst them, are you? Bullet holes in the walls. Yeah. All sorts. Everything's bombed out. Oh, you, they'd probably be... There's no food. Bits of body all over the place as well, because no one would... It's not like the Nazis were going in with a clean-up team afterwards, is it? Well, no, that's it. So they would have... It wouldn't have... It would have been fucking awful in so many ways. Right. So Abba Kova was the leader of the Avengers, a partisan commander from Lithuania, who had also become weirdly one of Israel's most lauded poets. He's a great orator, basically. He got a bunch of people together who were thinking the same way, and people who got into camps, other partisans. I'm thinking of that film by yeah with Tarantino. Um, what's his face in it? Daniel Craig. When they go in the forest. Oh, no, well, you're, you're thinking of Inglorious Bastards, and you're thinking of I know exactly which film you're about. I can't think what it's called. No, no, can I? Crashing film, though. It's all right, yeah. And it was the it was the Jew, Jewish people that. Managed to escape into the woods. Yeah, and the Soviets armed them and survived in the woods for quite a while, didn't they? Yeah, a few years. Resistance, I think that film's called. Yes, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. A cracking film, actually. I enjoyed it when I watched it. 
Inglorious Bastards is sick. I've never watched yeah. it. Oh, that's a fun. I love Inglorious Bastards. It's watching, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're only 30 Nazi scalps. It's just one that's. I've, I've always wanted to watch and it's just always gotten away from me. Mm. I'll, have to, I'll have to make the effort and watch it if it's I would, really yeah, it's good. I think you'll like it. Oh, I'll do like a good old. A good, a good Tarantino film mm. and World War Two ticks, ticks all the boxes for me. Although, obviously, Abakova, who went on to become obviously a massive poet, reflected decades later, I will not claim that our thinking was far from deranged in those days. Maybe worse than deranged. A terrifying idea made wholly from despair and carrying a sort of suicide within it. I, I suppose you could... What am I living for here? Mm-hmm. If what I fucking do is dead? I mean, we talk about PTSD, Jesus. Oh, geez, exactly. You know, they probably weren't in their right minds. No. No, no. at all. She called it shell shock back then, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Deranged and terrifying though this idea was, the Avengers shared a total commitment to their goal of revenge. They were motivated not only by suicidal rage, grief and despair, but also by the fear that despite Jimmy's defeat, the Holocaust was not over. Mm. And the idea that they had to act boldly in order to prevent the last vestiges of European Judaism from being wiped out forever. It is easy to assume that the Allied victory meant the an- end of anti-Semitic violence in Europe, but even after the war, poor Adam all the rights to deter gangs of former Nazis together with criminal elements and wartime collaborators continued killing Jews and banded together as if their mandate had never ended. Shit. And in the chaos of war, while everything has been secured and taken over and local government and structure is re-established, I guess you've just got gangs of people roaming around doing shit, haven't you? Soldiers looking for food, they're armed, they've got, like, you can have a tank or two, they're all stray units. Yeah. And they, so they see these guys doing a runner from the camp, gun them down on the road. Many Jews actually also returned to home to be just murdered by their old neighbours. Well, I suppose because they did rat them out and that lot and watched them go down the road and that lot and show abuse. I mean, imagine that. You just survived a death camp. You go home and you're murdered by your neighbours. Yeah, it happened in, in Lithuania. Five survivors were killed by anonymous assailants. Maybe Pete's right. They should have just gone back to their houses and killed their, their Nazi neighbours, shouldn't they? Mm. They should have, yeah. I know the war's ended, but we ain't living next door to you, rat. Stabby, stabby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they all died the next day because they moved back in and then, you know... This is the problem if they'd have. Shank will be shanked in Shank will be, yeah, it's dog eat dog in that last war time, isn't it? Yeah, because you're all going for the same food, the same water, the same fuel. In those situations, it is. It's man, mano, mano, fucking. I'd never heard that, though. The Jews returning home were murdered by their neighbours. How fucking horrific. Yeah. Well, basically, they've already fucking. They're persona non grata. Everyone thinks they're dead anyway. They went off to the east, which is the. was, was referred to. I mean, obviously. Your average German citizen, most of them don't know about the Holocaust, even though they might, you know, the Band of Brothers scene. You ever seen that series? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. Like, well, there's a cut, they find a concentration camp with a town just down the road from it. That, and, no, they're like, and they're like, oh, I don't know what that is. We never went there, I don't know what it is. Well, they, they, well, were, they weren't allowed to go no, there. No, they weren't allowed to go there, but they said, well, couldn't you fucking smell it? The body's burning. Because... Uh, that's the issue, isn't it? Well, we wouldn't know if, you know, a 
back of Telford in some of the fields. We've got a lot of greenery around where we live, you know. We wouldn't know, would we? Mate, I've burnt bodies in my back garden. Nobody's <laughs> ever said nothing. <laughs> Joking. Or is he? Yes, I am. <laughs> the rumours swirled throughout Europe of a clandestine German special forces organisation known as the Werewolves, whose mission was to continue fighting for Nazism after the war. And yeah, there was a thing as werewolf groups that were set mm. up. Hitler youths, rogue bands of SS. Fucking hell. Or people um, that truly believed the cause. There were, yeah. Yeah, there were weapons caches all over for these guys. Their beliefs aren't going to change, are they? But in the end, it, barring one or two attacks, it never really came to anything. But yeah, it was planned. But well, the problem was, Germany was occupied now by... American and British and Russian forces. And French, don't forget the French. Sorry, and the French. (laughs) Only because they were running away and ran the wrong way, probably. Yeah, so I can't remember the point I was coming to. (laughs) You mentioned French and it threw me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I really don't know where I was going. Can't forget our French cousins. If it was occupied, I did, you know, like Mike said, did they kill their neighbours or think it was just like. Because it's still chaos at this point. I mean, the Soviets have moved in. They're probably occupying Lithuania. Well, they are occupying Lithuania at this point. But you're still going to get... I mean, some Jewish bloke turns up who everyone thinks he's dead anyway. He might as well be. He's been to a concentration yeah, camp. Yeah. You look half dead, mate. No one's going to miss him. <laughs> shanky. No, no, well, he was, first of all, he's a Jew, so they've got that against him because they're quite willing to get rid of him anyway because they've probably had his house and all, all of his stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah. else has moved And his shop. Yeah, if we took over the business, mm. you know, or someone's had his house and they're all sharing the business, they want him back and this guy's persona non grata. He's got no ID on him. My point was... It's just another dead body, isn't it, at that point? What are we going to yeah. do with him? But yeah, the reason, like, half... Obviously there's massive many, anti-Semitism too. The reason there wasn't many attacks afterwards from these little splinter groups, that was my point, was because the whole of Germany was full of allied troops so they I suppose there there would have been a lot of little sets that probably got demolished overrun or just yeah yeah but I mean it is chaos you've got several hundred I mean I'm not exaggerating several hundred seven hundred million refugees in Europe at this point yeah on the move people are just tramping everywhere Mm. and they're just coming through the allied lines or the Soviet lines you know they try and lower them through where possible but also they're getting caught in crossfires and all sorts. It's it's chaos. And then when everything ends, you've just got these look, still gangs of Germans roaming around with guns. They haven't all been rounded up yet. No. God, it would have been a fucking awful time place. It's chaotic. It's just absolute chaos. And the Avengers believed that only mass retaliatory violence would make Europe's violent anti-Semites think twice about spilling more Jewish blood. And they were travelling across Europe in 1945 and 1946, often under forged documents or with the help of the Jewish Brigade of the British military, because there was a Jewish Brigade of uh, Jews who got out, mm. all fought oh, right, together yeah. in, the, in the British Army. And the Avengers settled on two ways to accomplish their plans. Plan A, the indiscriminate murder of six million Germans involved infiltrating and poisoning the municipal water systems of major German cities. And Plan B, the mass execution of SS and Gestapo veterans took a similar shape with a plot to deliver poisoned bread to allied POW camps. There's, your, there's the two things they decided on. See, the, the second one, 
Uh, yeah, all right. Not not so bad. I understand getting your getting your revenge on them fuckers, but not not killing everybody else. That was a bit. I suppose at this point they didn't realise that there would be the Nuremberg trials. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, you know, well, the Nuremberg trials are fairly soon. Were they? Like forty? Didn't they just crack them straight on in like forty-five, forty-six? Mm. They started like coming. They started like getting results in about forty-seven. Oh, I, was, I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt then, but. Mm-hmm. If they knew it was going on, and they were, well, you say would they would they look, have even known it was going on? We're a democracy, and we have rule of law. Mm. That's what we believe in. It we is. don't believe in vigilante. We do now. <laughs> Beliefs were a lot different though, eight, 70, 80 years ago. They were very different. You also got about. a bunch of very violent uh, people, a bunch of people who were fighting a war, a dirty war, guerrilla war for the last like, four years. You think all the fuck? They're fi- hardened as fuck, aren't they? Do you think all the fifty-year-olds? They've all been World War One as well. Do you know what I mean? They, they've they've really been through the thick yeah. of it. So they're they're different people. They're different breed of people at that point. But at the end of the day, you believe in a trial, and if you find guilty, we do, yeah. yeah. We do and that, now. That's what they believed in them. Yeah, I mean, the new yeah, so democracies much. were pretty much established mm-hmm. by the late 1800s, weren't they? Yeah, but not not nowhere near to the level they are now. That's you still got rule of law. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. But you got Look, remember, there's war crime trials held, and that was the punishment for these people, or so-called. But how many people wouldn't even would even know that was going but, on? A, but that's not saying that some low-level SS guard. Can't sneak out of the loop, pass himself off as a German soldier. Yeah. Even though SS officers, SS guys can be told by they had their blood group tattooed under their left armpit. And that's why they had Nazi hunters that went hunting for these and brought them back for trial. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, but still, people got out. A lot of people got out. As many as fifteen thousand might go out through the rat lines. Mm. Into you know, through the uh, Vatican into Spain. Yeah. So how is poisoning six million German citizens gonna? You know. In that case, it's eye for an eye, isn't it? That's what they're saying in that scenario. It's, yeah. it's eye for an eye. You killed six million of us, we're going to kill six million of you. Yeah, I can't back terrorism of any sort, no matter what happened to them people. So for me, it's too far. Mm. Yeah, that one's a bit too much, isn't it? Let's face it. I mean, I can see that from their perspective, and we can say, yeah, but let's yeah. face it, mentally, they are not in a good place. Naturally, man, of course. So I can see it from their point of view, would I? Could I have done it myself? In the, even in that scenario, probably not. I'd have probably gone. Oh, you know what? I ain't putting that stuff in. As it happens, they didn't have to, or they couldn't. So, how to procure the necessary poison? In August 1945, Abba set sail for the Jewish community of Palestine, then under British colonial administration, to find the support the Avengers would need. It's basically discussed that Covenant's during Covenant's Palestine trip. He gets he willfully misled the highest leaders of Palestine's Jewish community in insisting the Avengers planned only to target war criminals. Convinced by his dishonest assurances, they supported the Avengers operations with the undertaking that the poison will be used to kill SS veterans and not German civilians. The scientist Ephraim Kitzer, who later became Israel's fourth president, and his brother Aaron provided Kovner with the quantity of arsenic sufficient to kill over ten million people. They're not messing about. No. And he became president. <laughs> yeah. Despite his claims, however, Covenant intended to use this poison to fulfil the mission of killing German men, women and children. And he reflected years later, quoting, 
I lied with a clear conscience, not for a moment. Even until now have I have any doubt that plan A was correct and was a necessity. And while he was lying to the man who would soon run the state of Israel, an avenger named Willek Shainar, a Polish Jew who was his family's sole survivor, began working under a false identity at the water purification plant that served Nuremberg and formed a detailed plan to pump poison across the city. So they got, they got as far as infiltrating the mm. water plant. Mm. Yeah. On December 14th, 1945, Kovner set sail for France, for France from Alexandria in Egypt, identifying himself as a discharged British soldier. He carried a bag that held 12 powdered milk cans filled with arsenic, which he would bring to Nuremberg. But as his ship neared Toulon, France, a detachment of British military police came aboard looking for him and four other men travelling from Palestine on false documents. In a panic, Kovner threw the bag of arsenic into the sea. Oh, poor fish. Yeah. So when Kovner's comrades in Europe learned of his arrest and the loss of the poison, they switched their energy to Plan B. Using arsenic they acquired from contacts in the form of French resistance, Avengers poisoned thousands of loaves bound for the Langwasser POW camp, which was under the administration of the United States. Some 2,000 SS veterans became ill and hundreds were hospitalised, but none died. And two and a half months later, all the Avengers were settling into Palestine, having failed to accomplish even a fraction of the spectacular violent revenge they were desperate for. The theory that they failed with the poison bread is that either A, it wasn't sufficient high-grade enough arsenic, or B, they spread it too thin. Mm, you couldn't guarantee a minimum delivery of arsenic per loaf of bread. Mm. So, they found the people that ate the end pieces were okay because it had burned off more. Right. Mm. Cool. I like the crust. Do you? Oh no. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll just chuck them I do. I don't like crusts. So yeah, they just kind of gave up after those. You know what? Let's just go back to Palestine. Israel's being founded. That's it, man. Look, as horrific as it was, I just want to get away from the horrors of it. And you know what I mean? Because if you're out for revenge, you got to relive all that. You know I, I think mean? I you don't know any other way it. to live, though, like, do you? You come out of that camp and you're like, fucking hell. Yeah, thank God nothing. I'm alive. I've got, just, I've got, I've got, I've got a second chance. Everybody's to. dead. I had to pull their bodies out of the gas chamber and put them in a furnace. Yeah. I want Ravel, I killed these bastards. Yeah. And that, you let it consume yeah, but you. It's not like they're not getting their comeuppance, they are. Obviously, not to their, to, to their expectations, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I mean, the, the, what do the, the six million... They're still finding guards Germans today. Do. I mean, even a few years ago, it was a 96-year-old SS prison guard who got away with it for all them years, mm. finally arrested. Like, literally, like, I think it was pre-Covid. Yeah, it's bad that they, they got away with it. And he still went to jail, but it's 96, it's like... <laughs> a bit pointless, isn't it? Is it? I don't even think he went to jail. I don't think he did. Because I think he, they did jail him. well. I don't think he was well, and I don't think he went to jail. It was like, here's your sentence, but you're on your way out anyway. Yeah. There's no point. It definitely, definitely put someone in their 80s in fucking jail. I know there has been, but 
I think that one a couple yeah. of years back, I'm pretty sure I remember he was too ill and frail to serve any kind of sentence, so they just let him crack on in his bloody... I think if you're in a care room, yeah, you're almost... You're almost I think there. that was... Anyway, I think that, you know, you don't go out very much. I think that was the situation. It was something like that. He wasn't He wasn't well and he was in a care home, so it was like, just let him crack on. I might be wrong. No. No, I just think it's an interesting moral dilemma. You have to put yourself in their shoes. I couldn't countenance... I couldn't do the, the six million people. I can understand there are people that can... Because they've just been broke down into sociopaths by war. Mm. Their killing is nothing. Death's nothing to them at that point. No. They've already died. Yeah. Most most of them are already dead. But then the the leader of the group, he went on to be a famous poet. One of Israel's best ever poets. It's mental. He managed to... He must have managed to rehabilitate himself over the the following years. Mm -hmm. Or... Or his, really poet, like or, or his poetry was poetry. Yeah, yeah, it was deep. very deep, dark, but obviously very true in that, maybe. Right. Yeah, I mean, it could have been about unicorns and rainbows, you don't know. I <laughs> have no idea. Probably <laughs> weren't no William Wordsworth, though, was he? Sing it, uh, make Tell us what you're like, William Wordsworth, Peter. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you a new name. <laughs> Daffodils? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, Glad yeah, you got daffodils. <laughs> daffodils, that's about all I got. <laughs> now, plan B, I'd have gone for. I'd have done that. I think I'd have been all over that myself, to be honest. In it's the state I'm in. Less worse than plan A. But plan it? A would never have even been on my mind. It would have only mm. been plan B for me. Mm. I'd have just been wanting to kill all the fucking soldiers that, that I... That had done it to us. That that that's how I my yeah. mindset would have been. So I mean, there were people still in Germany that were still against the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. some, some, not many. But as sport. the war went on, that got more and more. Well, everybody went further. They went into Germany. The less Nazis they met. Have you ever watched Jojo Rabbit? Yes. Yeah. Good film. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. But that kind of highlights the the neighbours tattling on you and things like that doesn't it because Absolutely. Scarlett Johansson's character was tattled on wasn't she by the, the late neighbours or whatever who, who, who were friends with her and she was only she was like a spy kind of thing wasn't she she was German she wasn't she wasn't Jewish was she I've no idea but she was like a, a German spy of some form mm. But that's what it was like. They all fucking ratted them out. They didn't but everyone ratted like, on the Jews. It's, you don't want to live next to you. It's the propaganda that's been sunk into yeah. your mind, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. You know, and also they're quite wealthy, and that's you know, that's, you kind of fund the German economy. Mm. Well, it's like, is it Borat? It is Borat, isn't it? Who has the the, the running of the Jews and yeah. things like yes. that? Yes. There's some very anti-Semitic things in that. But, film. The, way, <laughs> but the way they're portrayed. Popular Nazi propaganda. Pretty much yeah. the way it was portrayed by the, like the, the Nazi propaganda. That that they were like made out like they were fucking money grabbing trolls hoarding gold and yeah, basically that, the, the in Harry Potter and, uh, and the, the goblins. Yes, yeah, that's basically <laughs> how the Germans portrayed them as. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, some violent anti-Semitism in that film. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe not purposely. No, I think it's probably subconsciously, but yeah. I don't think she. I don't think she. Bit of stereotyping, isn't I, it? I don't of the worst kind, really. Yeah. But then again, you know the Jews have had it bad all through history, haven't they? Nah, yeah, especially in Europe. Yeah. What are you well, on even about? In, even in Egypt. Well, yeah, in Egypt it wasn't they got great, to was live it? it up in the sun. What are you on about? Oh yeah. 
think it's because I am joking. I know that there are some people that do believe that they were summer camps. <laughs> yes, there are um, some very, are very misguided you, people. You, you know, the, the Holocaust denial things. Denial, I mean, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Anybody that denies it. denies it needs fucking slapping, don't they? I've met one in real life. Somebody that doesn't believe the Holocaust happened. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, I, I was like just listening to her, my mouth agape because I couldn't. How it took can me a few seconds to realise what she was saying. It was mental. How can you not believe in actual facts? Oh, because there was a massive water tank outfits at the fire department there used because obviously it's got like some fire engines in case of you know it's like a self-contained environment, isn't it? So he had this big water tank and the German guards used to use it as a swimming pool in the summer. And then there's, there's aerial photographs of this. They're like, look, there's a swimming pool. There's people swimming in it. There's a holiday camp. Mm. You know, that's not a concentration camp. That's like a, it's a swimming pool, for fuck's sake. And you're like, he's that fucking dense. They just pick and choose the facts that support yeah. their argument. They're, they're gone. They're... You can't, still can't tell me, like, well, all right, then where did all these six million people go? Oh, they didn't know anything. Well, there wasn't that many Jews in Europe. Is that their answer to that? And he's like, yeah, there was. There was quite a few. It's pretty well documented. If anything the Nazis did, they were good at documenting stuff. Yeah. I know they tried to burn a lot of it, but didn't burn all of it. You know, there's a shredder in the office. I love using it because I was like, imagine I'm like the last days of Nazi Germany. I'm shredding <laughs> documents. <laughs> who, who are you in this? Uh, I'm just some like Spine Fuhrer. I know who I am. I'm just. I'm off. I'm off. I'm off to Argentina. Argentina. I was going to say Austria. Though. I'm shredding my own ID documents to get my new ones. I don't know. I'm I guess, shredding I these documents now. Time. <laughs> when he got out, he ran. You know what we're gonna do though? Well, no, he, he killed himself. <laughs> no, he didn't. He moved to fucking Argentina. No, he definitely no. killed himself. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Himmler killed himself, and you know, there's a few of them got away. The Israelis hunted down mercilessly over the years, mm -hmm. or tried to as much as possible. It's a good film about it. The boys from Brazil. <laughs> Isn't that when they tried clone Hitler? Yes. <laughs> Steve Guttenberg's in it. <laughs> yeah. The Odessa Files pretty decent. You get a chance to watch that. I haven't seen that one. The book's better than the film. Mm. Much What's better. About? So there the Germans got the the SS out of the country. Got this uh, war criminal out of the country, or give him and then give him a new ID and propped him up as a wealthy man, wealthy industrialist, and mm. he's trying to hunt him. This journalist trying yeah, to hunt him down. It's sad that the ones that got away and. Didn't pay anything, any price for it. We've definitely got a Did Hitler Escape episode, multi-part coming up, definitely. I'll tell you that much. Has anybody ever watched The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas? No. It's another no. really good, hard-hitting mm. film. It, it's based on World War Two German camp. That's a really good film. Any listener out there, Boy in Striped Pyjamas, you will cry. Mm. It, it, you will cry. You will, you will cry. Big man, fucking little man, big woman. It doesn't matter who you are. You, it, it will fucking. You will have a lump in your throat, minimum. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I can't put myself through that emotional it, turmoil. Yeah, it's, it's a really good film. It's, and it, I'm sure it is. And it I'm sure it's poetic and majestic and artistic and highlights thought provoking and very emotional. Yeah. But nah, I can't do that. But nah, good. we've all seen Schindler's List, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you can never get over the fucking brutality of it. Mm. You just can't. The, the, 
was only a semi-good guy, though, wasn't he? Shinley, yeah, he was. I mean, he could have done more. I mean, the fact he did something, to be fair, is enough. But yeah. you know, Christ, he could have done a lot more. Yeah, you're right. But well, a lot of people could have done a lot more. A lot, a lot yeah. more people could have done a lot more. Yeah, you're right. And a lot of people couldn't have gone along with it. But yeah. that's something I just slapped Hitler on the first day and gone. Don't be fucking stupid. Get yeah. that silly tash off your face. And then you've fucking just been shot. Your the, then the, the SS leaves some guard and guard behind you just shot you in the back. No, I mean, <laughs> the second like, you punished Hitler. No, I mean that, the day that Hitler became a cunt. I don't mean the day that he started. He was the always war. a yeah. cunt. But it's like he had cunts around him to follow the orders. He that didn't liked you know, him for yeah. some reason. Well, they idolised him. He yeah. was the weedy little fucking. I know it's mad, isn't it? He, he thought he was Charlie Chaplin. It's, it is crazy, but for some reason he got these guys under their spell and they were a bunch of energetic go-getters at the start. Yeah, it's frightening really, isn't it? It was all too easy for him to get... It's it didn't I mean, take him that long to get into power. The first speech that made him fucking get these weirdos, like, oh, I like this guy, somebody had just gone over to him, like, as he started that speech, he's gone, shut it! Fuck off! Yeah, all right. <laughs> take an example like Trump... Who's going to tell Trump to stop it, to fuck off? I would. Well, some people did it in the in the Republican Party and they were ostracised. Yeah. I mean, when your president's talking about a Nazi versus an anti-fascist sort of protest, counter-protest, and there's literal torch-carrying Nazis, mm. and your president turns around and says, there were good people on both sides, you're like... They're literally saying Jews will not replace us as they're marching to the street. Yeah. You will not replace us, as we were saying. Nah, you will not replace us. They were saying Jews, let's face it. I, 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 I heard it. I've seen the video, mate. You know, that was like Trump, due to me. Trump, are we? Yeah. yeah. That, well, not Trump, but certainly organisations that have been allowed to... I'm not saying that he was a Nazi or... He, he, no, he, he, was he, wasn't, he wasn't a fascist. He, he wasn't running concentration camps. But he definitely fanned the flames, didn't he? He, was, he allowed, he tolerated it as long as he voted for yeah. him. I think is the best way to put it. Off topic, anyway. Mm. <laughs> well, you're saying that it can, it can creep in and we're at a crossroads. Yeah, yeah. You know, a in Italy, the uh, fascist. Hungary's gone fascist. Italy literally elected the granddaughter of Benito Mussolini as looking president. Mm. Tell me that's not a fascist. Mm. Tell me a liberal, is she? Incredible! It's on the rise. It is on the rise because the shit, the shitter things are, the more people want someone else to blame. Yep. And it's at the minute it's the it's the boat people or the immigrants. It's always the immigrants because there's less of them. It's never the people that run the country. It's never the it? people that run the country. It's the guys you live next door to. <sighs> They're taking your shit, taking your jobs. The reason you can't get a job, yeah, because that Polish guy's got two. <laughs> They took your germs, exactly, fucking South Park. That episode was, was, was crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazily accurate, that episode. Amazing, isn't it? So, yeah, have we got fucked up facts tonight? Yeah. Before we do fucked up facts, just like to say a quick RIP to Elise Marie Presley. Yes. Gone far too young, really. Bless Star of the Naked Gun films. I think there's only OJ left out of that cast now. Ugh. See, this this backs up my point. There's no God is there, let's face it. Cause it's well, like Leslie Nielsen will be immortal and well, still making Le- good films. Leslie Nielsen should still be alive and that prick should be fucking <laughs> not. 
Not that I wish death upon anybody. Yeah, but he did but really improve the NHL, let's not, not the NFL. Sorry, let's not let's not forget that. He was a fantastic football player. I mean, I like American football, but I've seen OJ stuff, and I'm aware yeah. that it's really and he was consistently shit up for years. And he was. And he, he, was. Said, he only stabbed his he only stabbed his cheating wife. <laughs> I'm joking. He still stink you kill me. But the glove fits. He wasn't. He didn't. He didn't do it. And then you and then you write a book saying, Yeah, this is how I would have done it if I'd have done it. That's unbelievable, that was. Yeah. It is, isn't it? It's fantastic. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> anyway, fucked up facts theme tune, please. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, 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 facts. Facts. Love me some fucked up facts. Right, has anyone ever heard of the Shaggy defence? Is there a Shaggy for Scooby Doo? Wrong Shaggy, unfortunately. Oh, Oh, it wasn't me? Yes. It wasn't him. It wasn't me. It's a Shaggy defence. I love it. Fantastic, fantastic. When a defendant insists it wasn't me, despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, definitely in it. Yeah. Wasn't me. Wasn't like, me. Got, they've got the crayon in the hand, and it's their handwriting over the wall. Yeah, yeah. written their name on the wall. It wasn't me. Every time Olivia farts. Wasn't me. Right, <laughs> bloody was. <laughs> White eggs tend to come from less aggressive chickens than those that produce brown eggs. What bollocks. Bullshit. That's a fucked up fact, you can't call bullshit. I call bullshit on that, I'm afraid. How do they test that? It's just yeah, more passive chickens, just like, put a bit white eggs because they're a bit French. Yeah. Like the ones that peck you when you're trying to get them out, the eggs out, they're brown. Keratin, isn't it? Keri- it's keratin, isn't it? Egg shell. Keratin? Keratin or? Nah, that's nails, isn't it? I have no idea. I have no idea. Or, or every, well, I, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's full of shit. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm more than likely wrong, but I. I in my back head, it up, sir. In I, my head, I just say. Don't challenge no. Mike. Yeah. Mike, he's challenging your fucked up fat supremacy. It's yeah. up to you now. It's your, the onus is on you to find alternative information. Yep. And you, listener, if you don't agree. You retain information better if it is accompanied by a pun. Ha! Yeah. 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 God bless the pun. Who's the king of puns right now, or queen of puns? Not me. It's Mike, innit? It's still me, is it? Yeah, I've pun for a while. Pigs can be taught to control joysticks with their snouts to steer a cursor on screen that can win them treats. I'm trying to teach my three dogs to ring a bell, then they get then they get a treat. And it's working. Is it true, Pete? Did you see the smug look? I can see the smug look. I see that Arnold River smug look. I was, going, I was going for that Jeremy Clarkson, like, awful grin that he does when he's being smug. Basically, the only reason eggs are different colour from chickens, it's the genetics... It's, it's almost like black people, white people, in a sense. And so, more often than not, chickens... The darker the chicken, the darker the egg. Chickens with lighter earlobes also have white feathers and produce white eggs. 
Those with coloured feathers and darker earlobes will likely produce coloured eggs. Are the darker ones more aggressive? Doesn't see anything about aggression. Well, I'm a chicken zoo. I'm well, racist. What, what I will say then is there might be a correlation to mm. it, but it's not the cause. Yeah. So I, I back up my mm. instant thoughts on that was like, no. So that's the real reason right, it's well, genetics, but could be, there might be behaviours. Yeah, but behavioural traits within genetics. genetics as well. Well, then I've got 50 chickens, white ones on one side, 50 really orange ones, and then every morning when they took the egg, you know, if they got savaged or whatever... Or well, it, just t- it just shows that the, the darker ones, or the lighter ones, whichever one it was, are the more viciously breed. It's just, that's, that's all that that is, but it's nothing yeah. to do with the egg colour. Well... That's just genetics and the colour of the actual right. bird. Mm. Sorry. So, no, just, just yeah, the facts are to be disputed, but it's, I'm shocked really because it's quite no. a reliable source. Maybe yeah, you know, obviously we don't go into that sources. Like you say, it might it might also be the um, fact uh, that they're vi- more violent. Uh, yeah, but that breed, yeah, yeah. well, it's like uh, you've got different breeds of parrots. Yeah, African greys are, are known to be very fiery tempered. Mm. McCall's known to be quite placid, very good talkers, little things like that. So, yeah, genetics. But who knows? That's not the two of the Next fact. During World War One, French soldiers were issued a daily ration of camembert and red wine. Lovely. Mm. Nice. Lovely. Not for long, though. Not for long, no. <laughs> for about three weeks until yeah. rations run out of that. Uh, we have run out of cheese, I'm afraid. Oh, no, I will surrender straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they give out booze to soldiers before the attacks as well? Am I wrong in remembering not, not that? Have a bit more courage, a bit more Dutch courage, maybe. A bit of Dutch courage, so have the uh, rum ration or something like that. I know the Navy gave a rum ration until, like, 1940, right. 1950-something. Still now. No, they don't. The rum can, ration now, the daily rum you ration. You can get it. You, you have a daily alcohol allowance. And it depends on what you want, but you can get the Pusser's Rum on certain ships and deployments. You will get a daily ration of Pusser's Rum. All right, then what it says, they've officially stopped, you know, they yeah. had the barrel. It, oh, it, it would be every single person mm. back in the day. It was, it was part of the ritual of the day, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, not so much now, but obviously everyone's still a pisshead, so. It's no wonder, really, is it? Yeah. Oh, literally. <laughs> Everyone. Navy, Army, Air Force. No, the Army. All Army. a bunch of pissheads. Next fact? Yep. Only 20% of the world's deserts are covered in sand. Hmm. There's something just like scrub and soil there, or what? Like that salty one as well. Oh, that salty do one. They class, and that do they class Antarctica as a desert? Because there's some places that hasn't seen water or snowfall for millennia. I think they class them as deserts. Mm. So and then there's like rocky surface, isn't it? And there's that as well, yeah. Yeah, you got the rocky surfaces. I love the mm. word tundra. Me too, tundra. It's not good, isn't it? Sounds sexual. It does, isn't it? Is that because of the Kama Sutra? I don't know. Yeah. It's like a similar kind of tundra. A tundra. <laughs> 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 oh dear. In Utrecht, every year for George Orwell's birthday, local artists 
put party hats on the C- on the city's CCTV cameras. Nice. They do <laughs> what? Sorry, you put party hats on the cameras. Yeah. Okay. You seen the picture of that? To remind people that well, they're, they're watching. Yeah. You. Yeah. Oh, because George Orwell, nineteen ninety-four. Right. Of course. Big Brother. Never seen that. Haven't I, you? I, I need to watch that oh, film. I need to watch that as well. We did a movie review on that. You could listen to the podcast. Yeah. Watch it and listen to the podcast. I might just watch it, but. <laughs> no, you should listen to the podcast, okay. Pete. Yeah, but I wasn't on it, so why would I want to listen to it? Because you still might find it funny and entertaining. <laughs> not if I'm not on it. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you only watch things that you're on? Yeah. So like, all you watch is like old home movies and Facebook videos. <laughs> and pick me, yeah? <laughs> he makes show. his own... A game show I was on a few years back. He makes <laughs> his own versions of Hollywood blockbusters. <laughs> he plays every character. <laughs> yeah, you know that... Um, the, you know that kid at Charlie Brown? you black up to certain films? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> you went a bit far in Schindler's List there, didn't you? I know, When I you know. recreated that... <laughs> Those, those poor, those poor innocent <laughs> children. <laughs> Dressed them up as Jewish people and everything. And, <laughs> is it, there's a film, what is that film? Re, Be Kind Rewind? I, I, I haven't seen mm, it, I'm aware of that film, yeah. Jack. Probably Black. Jack Black, yes. Um, no, and they remake some movies. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but they didn't obviously leave the weapon episodes. I have seen it. Mm. Yeah, it's alright, it's decent, it's not brilliant. Though. No, not amazing, but it's okay. So Pete only watches stuff that he's in, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that why you watch the Bigfoot shows? Are you Bigfoot? Shh. Are you a human Don't tell everyone! Because we never see Pete outside of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Secrets out. <laughs> I've been trying to, like, drip feed, you know, like, soft disclosure. That's why I've been letting you know about the ethereal and and the, the spiritual side of, of my, my my species. Well, you just fucking asked it pretty quick. <sighs> Damn it. Oh, well. Hard, exclo- hard disclosure. <laughs> Boom. In 1966, the Procrastinators Club of America held a protest against the War of 1812. (laughs) (laughs) Only in America. I love that. That's fantastic. (laughs) The War of 1812, we burned down the White House. Mm. And that's why they had to paint it white to cover the scorch marks. Mm. Yeah. There's more stony, I think. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't called the White House then? No, it wasn't. It was no. just called the House. I guess so. I don't know what it was called. We burned it down anyway. In 2010, a former clown ran for Congress in Brazil. They're all clowns in Congress in Brazil. <laughs> His slogan was, it can't get any worse, vote for me. <laughs> he won in a landslide. <laughs> do you know, I've been kind of thinking we should do something similar to that ourselves. Mm. Like, just... Get a normal fucking Joe and just make sure. Because I know <coughs> a, lot, a lot of people, not you, <coughs> a lot of Already people. Already am, I'm already there, I'm up for election next year. I'd have to be the, the Prime Minister and one of you could be the, you know. I'm up for election next year. Right, Why do I have to be assistant to, your, to the Prime Minister? What? You want me to be assistant to you? 
Well, we're, we're going to be the party. Pete mm. just said it. You know, we should do something. And you just elected yourself prime minister, yeah. leader of the party. I'm the only one in the system here. I should be prime minister. I'm leader of the party. You're the leader of the party. Put you anywhere near I, power. I'll, 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 let's have a vote on you this. Are, you are. Claire, you are secretary to the leader of the no, party, no, no. which we'll, is me. We'll, we'll do. What? We'll do no, this democratically. We'll do this like a true doc- democracy. <laughs> All those who vote Ben, raise your hand now. All those who vote, Claire, raise your hand now. Right. Oh, come on! Three to one to Claire. It looks better with a female Prime Minister at the moment as well. Does it? Yeah. The last three we've had have been shit. Thatcher, May, Truss. That's not a run I want to continue. <laughs> well, the men's ain't doing much better, are they? No, no. It was yeah. me! Exactly, no, it's Claire. you. Exactly, I'm just the face, you're the backbone. Don't say that to him. <laughs> yeah. Do we have to be head of the armed forces? No. Yeah. Mike, can you do like the finances? Pete <laughs> can do foreign affairs. I don't know foreign affairs. I'll turn up on AK-47. I can do all the accents. I'll be able to speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> they speak English and all the other interpreters. And when they're speaking in their French accent, they can speak back, I can speak back to them in an accent so they can understand me. Don't do that. You'll be like the <laughs> fucking police and for a lower low. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. I can speak French, so I'll be alright with Macron. I'll be able to say bonjour to him. Oh, bonjour, I could have said that. <laughs> bonjour. You haven't got a good self point back then, Why not? That, that, that just makes it. Isn't that the French accent? Chateau Neuve de Pas. <laughs> <laughs> medical background makes sense probably got more fucking background than the minister of health at the minute or the past fucking ten of them mm. yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm chancellor next second oh, yes. brilliant thanks you got the red box didn't you yeah oh Christ I've tapped the rich like they've never been taxed before oh Christ <laughs> anyway <laughs> any more facts <laughs> vote for us guys <laughs> vote for me in May as a special treat, the ravens in the Tower of London are fed biscuits soaked in blood. Yeah. Lovely. And it is blood of children as well. <laughs> now, I've, I've seen the ravens getting fed. I assume like, it's pig's blood. I'm guessing so. Why pig's blood? Why not rabbit's blood? It could be any blood. Or is. rat blood. Well, it's just easy to get pigs than it is to get rats. Or maybe, or maybe the queen, or now the king, maybe they, like, Bleed themselves to feed the <laughs> ravens. Yeah. Well, we see that happening. They do owe the ravens a, a blood debt. I mean, if, if the tower, if the ravens fly away, maybe the monarchy falls. Maybe they have to do a bit of bloodletting. Yeah, maybe some that's kind of part of it. We had some some kind of killed off the queen. They took a bit too much blood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nah, they, she's for the ravens. She's the one taking the blood off the. They made a hole. They made a hole in her arm, and a, like just a, a, a puff of dust just came out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's ninety-six. Shit. <laughs> well, she'd have the transfusions and the the young children, wouldn't she? <laughs> Keep it young. Young blood going into you. Shown. Studies have shown if you have younger blood put into you as an older person, it rejuvenates you a little bit. Ooh. I've got our new business, Claire. <laughs> Selling blood. <laughs> none of us can. None of us can sell blood. 
yeah, for one can, very simple reason. I can acquire it from other places, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I could pose as a blood bank. Which pose as one? <laughs> yeah. A thing so bad we don't get rid of quid schemes. Claire's going to sit in a little desk like... What we'll do, we'll pose as a blood bank, right? <laughs> on the front, on, on reception. And then we'll sell it on to old people. <laughs> Are you stealing the blood from the porno? Like the Robin Hood of transfusion. Is that our new party slogan? <laughs> it wouldn't be Robin Hood anymore, it would be Robin Blood. New, apparently it's our new hustle, we're <laughs> selling blood. My name would be <laughs> Robin Blood <laughs> instead of Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Whose blood are we selling? We're posing as a blood bank so people think they're donating it for right, the and then hospital. We, and then we sell it on. To all folk. For £100 a pint. But we don't... We've got to test all that blood. We just have random people walking in. We'll have to taste it. We'll test it. <laughs> taste <laughs> test. <laughs> taste <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> Test it. Just fuck it. Just sorry. We only have to. We only have to blood from children six and under, so we know it's pure. So there's no. There's no AIDS or there's anything. There's no AIDS in there. I have to tighten this. Yeah, we're all right. Was bad as the elite. Oh yeah. Oh god, don't put us in power, guys. This is where it will end up. Put me in power, though. But no. <laughs> no. That was a terrible idea. Yeah, terrible idea. <laughs> Who came up with that? That we're reduced to those side hustles. <laughs> Well, Brexit Britain for you. <laughs> God, it's, I've got this contact. It's actually going to be a lot of iguanas. Maybe we should go and run a pet shop. Let's do it. Iguana blood. They'll never know the difference. We can choke you. Sell it to the old people. It'll rejuvenate you. And then they'll start walking really slowly and changing colour and shit. Like, oh, bollocks! Or it rejuvenates them too much and they're fucking hunting us down. Licking fucking flies out of the air. Yeah! (laughs) Old reptilian people. That's quite scary. Well, oh, on shit. that bombshell, <laughs> on that bombshell, you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting to the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse, SoundCloud, and most other podcasting platforms as Cutting to the Ball in the PTA, and YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, leave us a comment, send us a message, whatever you want. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't do the favour aid. Don't join a cult, especially Nazism. Don't join that cult. No. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. And I've been Claire, keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete. Whatever you do, don't fucking sell blood to any of us. (laughs) (laughs) Or give it it, 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 us. Or give it us, just don't.